Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, February 1st. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Taylor Masetta. And I'm Megan Oftermat. Here are today's headlines. This morning, Mayor Eric Adams signed Intro 559A into law, coined the Skip the Stuff Bill. The legislation will reduce single-use plastic products by requiring businesses to forego plastic cutlery for takeout orders, unless otherwise requested by customers. Adams highlighted the direct impact of the bill. This bill makes our city cleaner more sustainable and waste-free. The new law received public support from New York City Council member Marjorie Velasquez, as well as several environmental justice organizations. A second bill was also signed into law this morning. Now we're looking out for our children with disabilities. Intro 660A will create further opportunities for students with disabilities to thrive in second education. And for far too long, our students with disabilities have struggled in a system that wasn't fully able to meet them where they are, so they are able to go to where they want to be. The bill was endorsed by former New York City public school teacher and current city council member Eric Dinowitz. Dinowitz and Adams both mentioned the long-awaited positive changes that the bill will bring for New York City students. The New York City Council held a hearing this morning to discuss New York City's growing diabetes epidemic. Three separate bills are being considered. The first would require restaurants to identify foods with high sugar content, the second would improve telemedicine accessibility, and the last would implement a type 2 diabetes reduction plan for New Yorkers. Health Commissioner Ashwin Vassin from the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene highlighted the importance of this legislation. The solutions to reducing the rate of diabetes lie mainly in our communities. They lie mainly in our food systems. They lie mainly in our economic systems. And without addressing the underlying structures of racism that drive those systems, we won't have a hope of making a difference. The City Council is hopeful that these bills will be passed and codified into local law, giving New Yorkers the chance at a healthier and more accessible future. New York Governor Kathy Hochul took to the state capitol this afternoon to announce the budget for the next fiscal year. So our agenda focuses on affordability, livability, safety, and includes groundbreaking proposals dealing with housing, mental health, childcare, public safety, All this just to make it a little bit easier to be a family living here in New York. The newly announced budget exceeds last year's and will have to be negotiated and finalized by April 1st. During her speech today, the governor fleshed out plans to improve public safety by cracking down on illegal guns, investing in underserved communities, and reassessing bail laws. The budget also includes a plan to fully overhaul mental health care in New York by improving school-based care, requiring insurance companies to fund mental health services, and increasing the number of beds in mental health facilities. Hochul also highlighted other key areas of funding. Those include education, transportation, housing, and pandemic recovery. Well, Taylor, Delancey Street is about to see some major upgrades. The U.S. Department of Transportation is giving the city a $21 million grant for the Safe Streets for All program. Delancey Street has a notorious section near the Williamsburg Bridge. It's seen over 200 crashes throughout the past decade. Cyclists weave through several lanes of traffic, and there's not much room at all for pedestrians to walk. 
the grant will cover a redesign that reduces the number of traffic lanes, provides protected bike lane, and widens sidewalks. Tyree Nichols was laid to rest today in Memphis. The 29-year-old died after a traffic stop where he was beaten by police officers. Five officers have been charged with second-degree murder. His service was held at Mississippi Boulevard Christian Church in Memphis and attended by Vice President Kamala Harris and Reverend Al Sharpton. New Yorkers will also be mourning the loss of Nichols tonight during a candlelight vigil hosted by the Bronx Borough President's Office and the Bronx Interface Council. You can attend the vigil at 5 o'clock p.m. on the steps of the Bronx Borough Hall. Every year, Times Square Arts hosts the Times Square Love and Design Competition for Valentine's Day. This year, the organization crowned Brooklyn-based Almost Studios piece Love Hedge as the winner. The Love Hedge is a set of four heart-shaped hedges that blooms throughout the month. Guests are encouraged to lay flowers and fill up the hearts. It also incorporates lighting effects and recorded sounds. You can find Love Hedge in Times Square starting today through February 28th. Today is the first day of Black History Month. Throughout the month of February, we will be featuring a series of stories on Black representation in music throughout New York City. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for our first installment about the Harlem Chamber Players and their upcoming concert in Harlem. Well, Megan, it's official. The Queen Bee is going on tour. That's right. Beyonce announced this morning that her Renaissance tour will take off in 2023. The world tour will launch in Europe in May before making its way to North America in July. And just a little bit of entertainment history for you. On this day in 1950, RCA introduced the 45 RPM record player. And on this day in 1965, James Brown recorded Papa's Got a Brand New Bag in Charlotte, North Carolina. And now I'm going to throw it back to my co-host Taylor to give us all of today's news in sports. Thank you, Megan. Tom Brady has retired for real this time. The seven-time Super Bowl champion made the announcement this morning on Instagram. This comes exactly a year after he announced his retirement last February, only to change his mind 40 days later for one last go-around with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady says he used up his emotional retirement essay last year, so this time around he kept it short and sweet. He thanked his family and friends before signing off. Brady can immediately start work as an analyst for Fox Sports, thanks to a $375 million deal he made last summer. Here on Rose Hill, the Fordham Rams are making waves on the basketball court. Last night, the men's team took down the top-ranked St. Louis Billikens 75-65. The Billikens were ranked first in the Atlantic 10 before they touched down in the Bronx. Fordham's Darius Quisenberry led all scorers with 27 points. This win is the fifth conference win in a row for the Rams, and they improved to an 18-4 overall record. Plus, thanks to this win streak, the Rams are guaranteed a winning season, their first since 2015. The Rams head down to Virginia to take on the Richmond Spiders on Sunday. We'll wrap up with the WNBA since star forward Brianna Stewart just announced she's signing with the New York Liberty. The now former Seattle Storm superstar has kept WNBA fans on their toes throughout her free agency. With Stewart, the Liberty have leapt into championship contention. With former number one overall pick Sabrina Inescu and 2021 MVP Jonquil Jones on the roster. A super team indeed. With WFEV Sports, I'm Taylor Massetta. Thanks so much, Taylor. And that's our show for today. I'm Megan Oftermat. And I'm Taylor Massetta. 
Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And be sure to tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.